today's episode, we're talking about how to structure your pricing for social media management. Welcome to JFDI with the two Lauras. This is the podcast for freelance social media managers where we share tips and advice to help you start and grow a business working in social media. Today's episode is sponsored by Agora Pulse and we're answering a question that comes up quite a lot when people join our Facebook group, the Social Media Managers Hub. That question is around how to structure your prices for social media management. So if this is something that you've been struggling with, then stay tuned for some helpful tips. So when people are asking this, they're often referring to pricing packages and what they should put in like each level of their pricing packages, I think. So should we just start with that? Yeah, people are doing bronze, silver, gold packages, aren't they? The old, old faithful bronze, silver, gold. Yeah. <laughs> and I strongly believe that Object? This, I object. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think it's the right way to price. And we'll go into why we think that, but... I think in a very simple um, reason is that people don't like choice. If, if you give people mm. choice, that it will either overwhelm them and they'll be like, well, I don't know what I want. Do I want this or don't I want this? And why wouldn't I want this? And what would be the implications of not having this one? And they get themselves in a tither, but they can also see the price range so that maybe they can understand that maybe they do need gold, but then they think, well, hang on a minute. Bronze is so much more attractive. I want to pay that yeah. amount. And then they go, oh, you know what? I am just going to go. And then they find someone who doesn't have that. They just have social media management. This is my price. And they go, oh, this is so much easier. And so giving people choice is overwhelming. Even if they are looking at the gold and they're like, oh, I want everything in gold, but silver looks cheaper. Silver doesn't look bad because it's there. It's available. You know, so they obviously think, well, obviously it's, you know, they wouldn't offer this if it wasn't good. So yeah. I might as well just have it. That is the fundamental issue why I don't like having these packages or I don't think people should have these packages. Because in my opinion, social media management is everything. You can't have choice. You either want your social media managed or you don't. Yeah. So if you think that social media management, what does that include? It includes proactive engagement, creating of your content, your copywriting, hashtag research, potentially video editing for your like short form videos, um, obviously reviewing, testing your from your analytics, dealing with complaints, customer service, SEO keyword research, obviously then the scheduling and also the reporting. And I suspect there's more than that. Well, yeah, there's loads more, like there's social listening and all sorts oh, yeah, of yeah. other things that we haven't touched on. Yeah. Competitor analysis, like there's loads of it. Mm. There's loads and loads and yeah. loads of stuff. Like that could be a whole podcast in itself. Yeah. And that's, okay, noted. Um, so <laughs> if you said to a client, okay, they say, oh, I can't afford, I can't afford gold where I get all of that. So I'm going to have silver. So without silver, I don't get I bet it's the engagement because everyone seems to always knock that one off. Yeah. I don't want the engagement yeah. and let's not have the hashtag research uh, because I, you know, I don't, I'm not bothered about hashtags. Uh, and, and, but then they, they, they will still expect the same results. They will still want growth. Yeah. They will still want sales or leads or whatever it is that their objective is. They will still want to achieve that. They won't understand that by taking some, especially the key components of social media management away to have the more affordable option will result in 
lesser effect like lesser benefit to them Mm. and as much as we as social media marketers can sit there and say well look you know by all means have the silver but you know you may notice that your growth might be slower or you might get less sales and you know gold is really optimum so just give them gold don't give them the choice Mm. because it's not a pick and mix. It's not like going into Woolworths and buying your Saturday sweets. Oh, do you know what? I would love a Woolworths pick and mix. Those <laughs> and, were the days. And, and, and choosing what you do or don't want because you're allowing the potentially uneducated, I'm not saying that all clients are uneducated in social media, but potentially the uneducated social, business owner, sorry, choosing what they think is right for their business. When they're not clearly not social media marketers, that's why they're outsourcing it. And let's be realistic, right? So they say, we're going to have the silver package. So we don't need you to do the hashtag research, maybe. You then post on Instagram, you're not getting results. And you know that you've got to report to them next month. And you know, if you actually just spent half an hour looking at some hashtags, you could probably get some better results. Are you not going to do it because they haven't paid for for the hashtag research? No, you're going to do it because you want to get the results because you want the client to stay with you, but you're going to do it unpaid. It's just like... Good point. just, (laughs) Just don't do that. It's just, yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. And it's really difficult then, you know, a couple of months in, you've sent your report in and they're kind of saying, well, look, these aren't the results I was hoping for. It's really Mm. difficult to say, well, I told you so. (laughs) I told you. That's why, because you chose silver. It's really difficult conversations that actually, (laughs) let's just... I would have got you sales if you'd have just paid for the gold package. Yeah, because then the client will go, well, why are you offering silver if I can't achieve (laughs) my, what I want to achieve? Like, you see where we're going with this, right? (laughs) So in our opinion, and I know this isn't just our opinion, I, like we've had this conversation a lot with people and they're in full agreement. So it's not just us two who think this, but social media management is a, you either have it or you don't have it. It's mm. not a pick and mix. You don't get to choose bits and bobs of it. You just have social media management. That's it. Mm. And there might be parts of it that take less time for some clients than they do for other clients because maybe there's less you know comments or less dms and stuff like that so yeah then maybe that might cost less money but it's still a service it's still part of the package isn't it yeah yeah i'm not saying by having the full social media package social media marketing the only one choice it doesn't have to be the same price for every client no and it shouldn't be no and that's why every client you should be quoting for a bespoke price for them based on their accounts, Mm. based on where they're at at the moment, based on what their objective is, based on where they want to go, all of that stuff. Um, So no, it doesn't mean you're saying, okay, well, I'm only going to have social media management and I am only going to offer this amount. That It shouldn't work like that. You can have a starting from price because you know your bare minimum, but then the rest is bespoke based on your client's wishes and what they're hoping to achieve. And often... And I I can't remember where I heard this. I think it was on a podcast I was listening to recently. If I could remember who it was, I would totally quote them. Uh, But they said, instead of putting your starting from price on your website, um, or like when you're having a conversation with somebody saying, my prices start from a thousand pounds, instead you just reframe it slightly. And you say, most people spend a thousand pounds because everyone wants to be like most people. And everyone doesn't want to think that they're a cheapskate compared to other people. So if you can, if you can just tweak that a little bit, then you're not, you can often bring your prices up that way and make them feel like that's the right amount to spend. Yeah. Nice. I like that. 
If you're looking for a way to stay organised, save time and easily manage your social media, you should check out Agora Pulse. Their scheduling tool, inbox and monitoring system means you get more done in less time without the distractions of the social media news feeds. We are big fans of Agora Pulse and have used it for years for our own businesses and our clients. If you want to try it for free for two months, just go to thetwolauras.com forward slash Agora Pulse. Okay, so you'll all be thinking, well, that's all very well, Laura, but what happens if I say social media management starts at £1,000 and someone doesn't have £1,000? So then I'm going to lose clients. Well, no. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this, you are wrong. <laughs> this is where you have to structure your business differently. You have to use what we will call the offer triangle within your business so it means that you have something to offer anybody because as social media experts that you all are you can offer so many different things to different businesses with different price points different results to help with different particular issues you don't just have to offer social media management so the social Mm. media management could be your, your like premium service but for people who can't afford you you could have a variety of other offers that would suit their budgets and they'll still see success they'll still get wins from that but obviously not on the same scale of outsourcing yeah that's that's like with us recently we wanted some help with our seo if we could have outsourced that 100% 100% we would have done. Yeah. But the person who we were speaking to, who we really wanted to work with, like it just financially, it just wasn't viable for us. But we still got wins because we had an audit and we got, it's made a massive impact on our business. It mm. cost us less money. It was less support, but it's still, it's still on the bottom line of our business has had a, an impact. And that's the important thing, isn't and it? And it proved to us that she is the right person that we want mm-hmm. to work with. So when we can afford to do that and, and can justify that cost, we will 100% be going back to her because we've 100%. seen how she works. She's kind of proved how knowledgeable and um, experienced she is for us. And that's what we want. So it, mm. it is like... Yes, that person can't afford you at the moment, but if you can give them these various other offers and they get to the point that they can then, because they're generating more income, they then can afford you, of course they'll come back to you because you've been the one to help them to get to that point. Yeah, just not being able to afford it right now doesn't mean they can't afford it forever. Yeah. You know, things change all the time, especially if you're involved and you can give them, you know, a couple of quick wins. Uh, So how, like what kind of services could we maybe offer for quick wins like that? Well, you've touched on audits. Audits are a great one for, I was going to say low ticket, but actually some audits are really, like we saw that audit once, didn't we? For just reels, just Mm. Instagram reels, not our whole Instagram content, just reels. It was six grand, six and a half grand. Yeah, something something like that. Dollars. Really expensive. But was, we didn't and, spend the money, just, you know, spoiler <laughs> alert. No, but, so it, but it goes to show, my point being, I always, and lots of us always think an audit potentially is a lower ticket service but it actually doesn't have to be it depends how in no. depth you go i guess and, it, and actually the seo audit we had wasn't a low ticket no bloody wasn't <laughs> so yeah audits uh master classes you could do group group training yourselves workshops um strategy standalone strategy only so you'll write their strategy for them you could do ongoing kind of consultancy and coaching 
you could do one-to-one like power hours you could do in-house training with a team like honestly it could go on and on you could do vip days you could do voxer days there's a podcast in that yeah okay all right well note that one down Put on the list <laughs> Okay, so I referred to the offer triangle and I think now would be a good time just to remind people who don't know the offer triangle is how they can implement that business model in their business. Like, What does it actually mean? Okay, so this is a business model that all freelancers should be using. If you picture a triangle, it's got three points. So that... so. And each of those three points is a different type of offer. Before I, before I explain what they are, I just want to explain why you should do this. When you just offer like management long-term services, you can typically have maybe a handful of clients, you know, and that's risky. If you lose all your clients or, you know, a pandemic hits or something like that, you <sighs> could lose all your work overnight I mean, imagine that happening. Oh, no, no, that would <laughs> never know, happen. It, it, it can happen. <laughs> and you can lose everything overnight. So if you've just built your business on one of these points of the triangle, it's really risky. So to take away that risk, you kind of spread it over different types of offers. So at the top of the triangle, you've got your long-term sort of recurring revenue. So that would be like your management clients, maybe you've got a membership, something like that. Then you've got like your one-to-one offers, which sit in another part of the triangle. And that would be things that you offer to one business, one time, they pay you once. So like Laura was talking about audits, for example, somebody would come to you, they'd have an audit, they'd pay you the invoice, job's done. Then you've got like your group offers and your group offers would be things that you're doing for a group of people. So maybe like a masterclass or a workshop. And when you spread yourself across this whole offer triangle, your income then comes from lots of different variety of places, lots of different people, lots of different businesses. So if a pandemic hits, it's less likely that you're going to lose all of your work because it's spread across a lot more people and you can much easier go and offer different things to those sorts of different people. Uh, so that's just it at very top level. This is something that we talk about quite a lot in like membership and stuff, uh, but it's definitely worth just having that on your radar of how you can actually build your business. So you're not just relying on management clients. Nice. So we kind of went slightly off on a tangent um, here because we wanted to address the issue of packages and that you shouldn't have these differing scales of of packages and your bronze silver gold but I think it's important to realize that that's okay you're not going to potentially if you use that offer triangle business model you're not going to lose out on people who can't afford you because you have got opportunity to work with them it's just in a different way different a different capacity Mm. and that's absolutely fine and if anything for many businesses that's that's a good thing because they kind of get to try before they buy (laughs) try before they commit and so sometimes it's a nice option and you know we talk about this whole kind of roadmap and and when to offer people different things um all the time and and how that can kind of uh, work uh for your business and for your clients depending on where they are in that journey with you yeah i think it's a good way to kind of almost build up that fomo like there's some people that we've bought things from in the past where we've looked at their like their high end offer and we're not at the stage where it's right for us or where where we can afford it maybe so we've started to buy like their lower ticket things maybe they're lower price maybe there's lower investment in terms of time but because they're good we're then like the next thing that's available we're like oh i really want that 
And it's kind of like everything that they then sell, you kind of like, oh, I really want that thing next. That's and you it helps in particular. to build that relationship. Well, it is me in particular. But it's a, it's a good way to kind of build that relationship so that the client wants the next thing because the thing they've already had from you was so good. Yeah. And they've had those wins. And then the next thing helps them a little bit more. And the next thing helps them more. And eventually it builds them up to, to having, you know, the higher long-term sort of services. Yeah. Because if you've got your social media management offer and people can't afford you, if you, you can obviously either have your packages, which as we've discussed, isn't going to help anybody, or you can have an other, an alternative offer that works for them and they can take advantage of that and they stay in your world, or you just have your social media management, you don't have any other offers and then they'll go elsewhere. They'll Mm. go to somebody else. And if they can't afford that other person either, but that other person has got varying different offers that could help them right now, that's it. They're in that person's world and they're more likely to continue to invest with that person. So it's really important to take some time and say, okay, well, this is my social media management package or ads package or whatever it is, you know, you offer as a freelancer. But if somebody can't afford me, how else could they work with me? What else could I do to support them to get them to a point where they can afford me? And I think also it's important to say when you're giving your proposal over with that price on, you're not giving them those options at that point. No. You're not saying, you know, you can have my management that costs £1,500 or you can have an audit which has cost £500. You're not giving them those options then because we've already talked about how options confuses people makes them not buy things so it's just you're giving them the price for the management and if they then come back to you and say no this is out of my budget that's when you then offer them something else yeah so we hope today's uh, podcast was useful there is lots and lots of advice on our blog all about pricing so you can find that at the So definitely head over there if that's something that you're really stuck on. Yeah. And we will be back as usual, same time, same place next week. And uh, yeah, we'll see you then. Au revoir. I'll be the same.